This morning I have a word that I believe it is from the Lord I've been seeking his face and the Lord gave me a word and I believe it's going to go along with the same line what we talked on last week we talked about fasting and we talked about Nehemiah as an example and this week also we are continuing because as a family we are doing a 14 to 21 days why I said 14 minimum 14 days people will take and the maximum of 21 days a family of papa's house will take a time to fast and fasting is not skipping a meal fasting is seeking the lord by skipping a meal and seeking his face it's not to twist god into our ideas it's to align ourselves into the idea of god so this is what we are planning to uh, do this week also we are continuing the fast and we want to take in one example like we took nehemia we're going to take esther and we talk but before that i just strongly felt the holy spirit want me to read this few verses that i wrote down i want to talk about fear not and uh, we live in a very crazy time where things changes rapidly and most of you are working in the medical field and you know you come every day you are briefed every time about what's going on and the statistics going up and there are so many different different rules and uh, you know a 3 meter rule 2 meter rule 1 meter rule i don't know how those things works in india but you know things like that it can bring a lot of chaos and confusion and wondering where i am at and the holy spirit wants to say this to us uh, you know that he wants to say and that's why in the bible it's written 365 days almost every single day god wants to say to you and me fear not you know fear not does not mean you shouldn't be scared sometimes we go through those scary moments but that doesn't mean you will be you know scared you will be going through stuff that makes you feel like oh man what's happening you know uh, but fearless person is someone who may be scared but still walks through the scary stuff but doesn't allow those things to influence him or her in a destiny that's that's a fearless person you know it's not he's completely not scared he is scared he she is scared but doesn't allow that scary stuff to influence her or his original design you know fear does three things it is a disease producing you know it's like a disease it sticks in you and it just paralyzes you and it is useless and fear is the number one enemy of joy and a fearless person is not a, a stupid person you know people say oh you know it's a, this guy has no fear no fearless person uh, is a person that who says you know what i know what's going around me but i know the one who lives inside of me is greater than the fear that tries to dominate me and i listening to this man of god last night uh, some of you might know his name morgan c lasrus and he was saying how sometimes enemy torments him uh, with the thoughts uh, of uh, a crazy stuff and then he would he would look at the enemy and he would say to him you know the enemy you are like a rat Uh, with a microphone trying to scream like a, a lion and i am not going to allow your roaring to take my faith away you know i'm not going to allow your fear to take my peace away i'm just going to continue to walk in the original design and he will keep on ignoring and will just take a step of faith and walk you know what is fear quickly let's go through this uh, fear is embracing the inferior you know it's like facts and the truth uh, facts tell you what they are but truth is the one that sets us free 
and uh, like for example you may have a news from the doctor or you may even have a situation of financial crisis that doesn't mean that you're going to stay broke stay unhealthy but it is the one that was set us you set you and me free is the king of glory and we go to him and ask him for his original design we content him that's why we break bread and we say god in your brokenness i found my healing in your blood i was washed lord bring me back into the original design fear connects us to a lie and absolutely messes up that's what fear is number 3 fear dislocates us so that we are ineffective and people who are in fear they are paralyzed they can't just move anything everything they become a phobia today the whole world is in phobia a black person walks inside they become phobia white person walk into a black crowd they become phobia and uh, we have this we don't have black and white in india we have regionalism we look at biharis and we say oh what is this guy got doing here you know and and we look at tamil walas we look at mallus and we look at you know, telugu walas and we look at north indians we look at northeast and the northeast look at us we have this phobia against one another and you know what happened recently with uh, uh, i think it was uh, uh, phoenix and his father jairaj that happened the gr- gruesome murder uh, that happened in tutukodi and it's so weird that it's all it's so messed up it paralyzes us and it dislocates us in puts us in a place of ineffectiveness number 4 fear produces insecurity because devil is insecure and he wants to instill fear in us so that we also can be insecure in tamil there is a word it's a phrase it's a palamuli uh, proverb it says munner eppadi pogudho adhe pol dhan pinnerum pogum that means when a guy plows that uh, cow field uh, whatever that cows that goes in the front the rest of the cows are going to follow and that's the pretty much how it is the enemy wants to walk us in fear because he is the most fearful person he is so scared every time you know the demon possessed person encountered jesus they were not so happy they didn't say king of glory come in they were like oh son of david oh what are you doing here i know what you are doing they were so scared and that's what enemy does he puts fear in us but let me tell you on the other hand jesus said in matthew 11:28 come who are heavy laden and i will give you rest the first word of the gospel was the voice of an angel you know what was that voice of the angel fear not it's in luke 113 but This, the angel said yes. to him yeah. do not be afraid yes. zacharias <laughs> for your prayer is heard amen do not be afraid fear not look at the first word of jesus after his resurrection in matthew 28:10 that's also fear not the then first jesus yeah. said to them Mm-hmm. do not be afraid yeah. go and tell my brethren yeah. to go to galilee yeah. and there they will see me yes you know i wrote down here fear can be real normal but we are called to walk in life not based on fear but based on faith and easy it's easy to say than to practice there are times when uh, we go through that moments you know i remember isaac was going through this minor procedure uh, almost a month and a half ago and uh, he was uh, taken into this uh, operation theater and uh, they have to uh, sedate him to do this uh, operation and we were just worshiping the lord and suddenly the holy spirit asked my wife i guess uh, the women are more sensitive to the holy spirit than the men and uh, the holy spirit asked my wife are you worshiping me based on fear or are you worshiping me based on love when she shared that and i immediately broke down and i said lord 
I'm worshipping you in fear. I don't want anything go wrong, you know, because there was quite a junior doctors were there and I was like, man, you know, do you know what you're doing? This kind of things goes around in your mind and, and, and I was like, oh man, and, and I said to the Lord, I'm worshipping you in fear. And then a, a quick repentance happened and I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I shouldn't worship you because in fear something will go wrong. So I'm just, you know, wooing you so that you will do me something good. No, we worship him because he is already good. Amen. Amen. He is a faithful father. Amen. So three areas, it affects fear. Fear upsets the mental process. It worries in your mind. Ori is the negative form of meditation. People say, I'm a Christian brother. I don't do meditation. But then they worry. Worry is a meditative form of meditation. If, if you have ever worried, and I know many of you are worried, you are pro in meditation. So all you need to do is to swap into positiveness so that you can worry. Instead of worry, you meditate on the word of God, increases your faith. Number two, fear upsets the physical body over, you know, it just, it just messes up your body, the acidity and all those things. Then the third one, fear sets us back in our spiritual journey. We can't take risk. Without holiness, you can't come closer to God. But without faith, you can't please God. So what happens? Fear cripples you and you can't make a step of faith. And, and you can't walk in the fullness of our God's original design. They are so phobia. They are like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. You know, it's so much about the fear that crippled you that you can't even walk in the original design. You know, and that's why I want to close this by saying, ask these three questions about knowing about you and yourself. What are we praying? He takes our junk and he gives us good. When we pray, what well, that's what happens. You know, just don't say, God, bless me, bless me, bless me. Say to God, God, you know, take my junk and replace my junk with your goodness. Amen. Amen. What are we thinking? You know, he renews our mind according to the mind of Christ. Do you know the first thing the enemy attacks is your mind? And that's why God gave us a helmet of salvation. That's why God gave us this beautiful place where the, the helmet, it's like if you watch the movie Troy, that helmet is actually made out of steel. The Brad Pitt comes out out in made out of steel so it's it's mess it you can't just you know knock it off like that that's the thing the armor of god the element of salvation that covers you in such a way that you know that his word and that's why if you go even to the into the tabernacle there is a lampstand that's that's represents the light that the word and then that brings us into a place where psalms 19 1905 it says your word is a lamb to my feet and guide to my path so that's why the more you soak into the god's word what happens you are strengthening or adding muscles you are saying it renews my mind and number three what are we saying let the weak say i'm strong i saw in one of someone's whatsapp status i am weak but he is strong i like that you know i am weak but he is strong that's a beautiful perspective not like everybody is weak i am also weak you know, that sounds like so pessimistic. You know, sometimes the other name for a pessimistic is someone who is a realistic. You know, they say, I'm just telling the reality. But let me tell you, let me invite you for another reality. That reality is called the kingdom reality. Amen. 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 So what are we saying? Are we saying, I am weak, he is strong? Or are we saying, I am weak, everybody is weak, we are in a weak country, you know? And that's not the way kingdom works. Let the weak say I am strong. Strength becomes a reality when it is declared. 
Amen. Amen. And that's important. I I don't know you read this article uh, in UK maybe a uh, 10 years ago they made a, a little survey they took a, a couple of wards and they have one ward in the hospital where they had visitors who can come and pray and give them a hug and love on them on the patients uh, I'm not sure it's a covid patients but <laughs> 10 years ago that doesn't exist but then they had the similar condition of patients they just had gave only medicine and uh, the report came this people who received love care and prayer and uh, they actually got healed faster double faster than the ones who got just the medicine and then this is how it ends this is a secular paper by written by a secular guy who is not a believer and he finishes off by saying i guess prayer works amen <laughs> i guess prayer works and that's an amazing thing and that's a beautiful privilege god has given you know you are not only god has given you the mind you have learned you become a doctor you become a medical uh, fraternity you are there serving the lord you know but god has anointed you he has taken you not just in this logical level he has taken you one more level where now you are seated along with christ efficient too and you are now looking at that and you people come like even stephen in the bank you know is not just got his job based on his education but somebody who is seated along with Christ and say you know what i have something to share with you that's going to help you to grow not just to solve your physical dilemma or your mental dilemma but it's going to restore you spiritually amen 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 now i want you to say this with me before we get into this fear tears me down fear tears me down faith builds me up faith builds me up fear ties me up fear ties me up faith releases me faith releases me therefore i choose faith therefore i choose faith god has no fear god has no fear i am in god i am in god therefore i have no fear therefore i have no fear fear paralyzes me fear paralyzes me faith empowers me faith empowers me therefore i choose faith therefore i choose faith fear puts me behind closed doors fear puts me behind closed doors faith helps me faith helps me to take baby steps to take baby steps towards my god ordained destiny towards my god ordained destiny amen amen can i give you one small testimony i will tell you this i still sometimes have fear of flying do you know that my wife knows that but every time god has given me a grace to fly and go to more than 100 countries to preach the gospel why because it's not about allowing the fear to dominate you it's to see how those things influence you or not amen, amen. that's why i wrote down here let's say this last one again fear puts me behind closed doors fear puts me behind closed doors faith helps me faith helps me to take baby steps to take baby steps towards my god ordained destiny towards my god ordained destiny that's what i do i take baby steps every new nation i'm trusting god god i make a baby step to trust you to go and declare the goodness of god Amen. amen amen you don't need to have it all together the one who has it all together resides in you amen Sometimes people say I want to have it all together then I can do this no 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 he has it all that's why we sing this song he got the whole world you know that song in his hands he got the whole world am i singing nicely patrick in his hands what scale i'm singing 
He got the whole world. Amen. Anyway, Amen. he's laughing so louder. But I'm going to give you an example how to translate this teaching into your reality. And we're going to take one example. The beautiful girl called Adasha. Adasha. Adasha means myrtle tree. Myrtle tree. And she was given a name which is not a biblical, it is, it, it is in the Bible, but it is not a very Judea Christian name. It's, it's a pagan name. You know, it's like taking somebody who's got the name called Kumari. Kumari means princess. And then you give her Munishwari or Mangata. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't want to say anything, you know, so it may offend somebody, but that's the thing. It's Adasha means myrtle tree. And then that people were given her Esther. And they got her name Esther. Esther means Ishtar. It's the name of a star. It's a goddess of a pagan deity. And I remember this story was true. One uh, Hindu girl got baptized and uh, they gave her a... She had a very nice name but they gave her a new name called Esther. And she went to the hospital and uh, she gave her name in the counter to be, you know, take the token. And uh, this lady in the counter, she took her name and she wrote Esther, yes, dot, dar. It's a real story. I'm not joking. I'm not adding any embellishing it. So during the time this, the attendant called dar, dar, and uh, it's true. It's true story. And there was no dar. And then finally this girl was seated there. Ma, unadanama kubra, umperana. She said, Yes, sir. It's true. And let me tell you this, and some of you may my mom's middle name is Yester. Uh, but this is the thing. Now I realize like, man, what the heck, this verse. And this beautiful girl, she was a teenage girl. I will give you a summary of this. This teenage girl was brought as a, a captive. She does not have a father, mother. She was an orphan raised up by an uncle called Mordagai. He was a scribe and they all lost everything. And he, they were under a very tyrannical leader. And this guy was a messed up maniac womanizer. We just need to tell as it is. And he was so proud. And if you read Esther chapter 1, I'm going to just, couple of verses we're going to skip through. Esther is in the book uh, after Nehemiah. And look at this first verse. This is what happened during the time of Zerus. Zerus who ruled over 127 provinces stretching from India to Kush. So look at this. They had 127 provinces. So India was a province. Wow, look at that. And uh, so we are a very biblical nation. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> but we need Bible inside the nation. That's another thing. Okay. But uh, this guy had this big feast and he was so drunk. And look at this verse uh, 10. On the seventh day, the king Cyrus was in high spirits. That's why we call alcohol spirit. When that spirit goes inside, it messes up your mind. I was once addicted to that. The Lord set me free from that. You know, and, and the high spirits from wine, he commanded the seven eunuchs who served him, blah, 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 and to bring Queen Vasti to come and perform. This guy, look at this. This is the picture. This Bible is very, uh, you know, it's the, the writers were very polite in communicating the reality. This guy was a maniac. He got drunk. He wants to show off his beautiful wife who can come and give him and his, uh, his entourage yeah, belly dance or something and this 
Vasti was a dignified woman and she said no I'm not going into your you know god forsaken maniac ways of doing things I'm just going to stay where I am at and this guy got so furious and then you read the following chapters he got so furious and then they all made up this male dominant culture if a woman does not listen then they all of province midst of all this craziness they made a rule they said if if you don't listen to this uh, if the king's wife is not listening to the king what's going to happen to the rest of us so that's why we have this culture still male dominant indian culture that's why they say na aambula na solranla man i'm telling you no you need to listen that's came from here one of those 127 provinces and cut the long story short this girl a teenage girl was brought in and she was given 12 months of training and 6 months of purifying herself 6 months of makeup and all those things and then finally the king would sleep with every night one one girl and this girl want favor and but she came to a point where she had to face this tremendous persecution from a guy called Haman who wants to kill the entire wipe out the entire race and this is what this girl said in his in Esther chapter 4 i want you to turn your bible to Esther chapter 4 and Esther did three things and that's what happens when you fast and pray god gives you clear ideas how to approach Esther chapter 4 Mordecai seeks Esther for an help and Esther looks at Mordecai and says you know what i cannot go the king has not invited me to come to his throne and i cannot go if he doesn't lift his stick up i will be dead you know i can't do this and and the bible the book of esther does not mention one word of god in it but you can see god's fingerprint all over the bible and this beautiful verse in a verse 12 it says esther words were reported to mordecai he sent back his answer do not think that because you are in the king's house you alone all the jews will escape for if you remain silent at this time relief and deliverance for the jews will arise from another place but you and your father's family will perish already their father's families were perished but this is old testament you know that's how they were you know very black and white and who knows that you have come to your royal position for such a time like this and this is what esther said in 15 esther sent a reply to mordecai go gather all together all the jews who are in susa and fast for me do not eat or drink for 3 days night or day and i and my attendants will fast as you do when this is done i will go before the king even though it is against the law if i perish i perish isn't it beautiful this teenage girl she didn't have the new testament she didn't have the whole torah she didn't have all those you know teachings from podcast you know she didn't have you know, francis chan going like this to explain she didn't have joy lost in encouraging her she didn't have nothing you know she didn't even have charles to encourage her she just you know just <laughs> kranti is laughing you know it's not a joke but uh, but this in the midst of all this thing she said if i perish i perish but i want to fast and that something happens when you fast when you humble yourself some divine download god gives 
Esther was scared but she trusted in the sovereignty of God but she trusted in the sovereignty of God what is the principle humility that is the principle she trusted in the sovereignty it says god if i perish i perish but before that i want to humble myself i want to get your perspective she trusted what is the sovereignty of god sovereignty of god means god is still on the throne and he is not freaking out Amen. Amen. Do you Amen. think God is freaking out chewing all his nails and wondering Jesus what can we do Holy Spirit what can we do it's spreading everywhere they're putting mask they're shaking hands what can we no 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 he is not freaking out God always knows what's happening Amen. You know God has an agenda in this COVID-19 enemy has an agenda man has an agenda man wants to politically gain something enemy wants to destroy God wants to establish his kingdom in our hearts Amen Amen, Amen. this is beautiful she trusted in the sovereignty of God number 2 we're going to quickly run through this read this after me Esther was scared Esther was scared but she trusted in the favor of God but she trusted in the favor of God Look at Esther chapter 5 verse 2 to 5 when she saw the queen Esther standing in the court he was pleased that's what happens when you fast when you humble yourself and go before the lord he makes the bible says this is beautiful it's somewhere in proverbs i forgot the address it says when a man's ways are pleasing to the lord he makes his enemies to walk in peace with him Amen. 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 That's what 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 happens when you humble yourself God have mercy on my nation. Give me that boldness, give me that wisdom, give me your perspective. What happens? Things change. She trusted in the favor of God. When she saw the queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased to her and and held up the golden scepter that was in his hand and she approached and touched the tip of the scepter. All those drama. Look at this, you know. Arasane, you know, and then the king asked, "Maharaniye, you know, what is that queen?" you know um, that's what kiranti says all the time maharani what do you want you know what is your request even up to the half of the kingdom if you want to take my father's church take it maharani you know that's what kiranti says even it will be given to you if it pleases the king she replied uh, you know esther replied hadasha replied myrtle tree replied you know together with haman that's the guy you know who really gonna kill all the jews come today to the banquet i prepared for him the king Haman at but bring Haman at once the king said go let me go do what Esther has asked it's amazing isn't it king who never does that before this is the thing never it happened you know but if you if he doesn't stretch his hand you're dead but here she he looks at that's the favor of god now some of you are thinking i don't have a king i don't need to go before but listen you are working in a tremendous situation suddenly you will say the favor of god i remember when i was 14 or 15 i came out from the bus i come out from the bus and they dropped from the top of the bus a huge bundle of uh, some kind of goods they just dropped it and it came so close i could even feel the wind of it falling but it didn't crush on my head i would have been standing here what is that it is the favor of god am i am i eligible for that favor i don't think so but why this favor i don't know 
and sometimes you look at the situation and you look around and why you know in front of me when we applied for the us visa in front of me the guy gave himself brought so much stack of financial credibilities that he brought and i'm looking at my finances i'm like wow it's god has to do a miracle on my finances and my financial credentials are nothing compared to his amount that amount he makes the lady did not even look at his eye rejected his application i go there she ask me a question how are you raising funds and before i answer which i don't have anything to answer she said are you raising funds like this i said yes like this she pulled a green paper through the window and she said your visa is granted favor of the lord i don't know sometimes that's what happens when you humble yourself and you align yourself into the purposes of god boom the favor of god happens what is the second key word in this obedience Amen. Amen. She just took a risk of faith, and you said, "Boom!" You risk of faith. You take a risk of faith, and you say, "You know, somebody was telling a testimony. They actually uh, prayed for a Muslim guy, and then they came to know the love of the Father." Just go, Muslim guy. It doesn't matter. Just say, "You know what? Jesus loves you." There was one brother. He came with a tricycle. His name is Noor. Noor means beautiful, right? Yes, thoda thoda Hindi malum me, you know, and and this Noor guy, I looked at me. What a beautiful name you have! I want to pray for G in for you in Jesus' name. And he was his heart was so available to receive. And there is not manipulation. We give you rice, change your name, you know, Mile Sami into Christu Sami. No, it's not like we are just not manipulation. It's just reality of pouring the love of Christ. when you trust that's what esther did esther was scared but she trusted in the favor of god number 3 this is the last one read this after me esther was scared esther was scared but she trusted in the justice of god but she trusted in the justice of god look at this verse with a lot of verses i look at chapter 7 it says after me and my people have been sold destroyed killed and annihilated if we had merely been sold as male and female slaves i would have kept this quiet but now we have been wiped out and then the king got so furious and you know the story the entire place and the legend says the tradition says some people wanted to be jews they said because the jews got the upper hand instead of they being killed the jews got the upper hand and everybody said don't kill me i'm also a jew hello that's what happens you know esther was scared but she trusted in the justice of god do you know the justice and the mercy are in the same coin on the two sides one is justice he brings justice but then another side the mercy and that's why we need to trust god for that you know what is that word a key word i wrote down surrender amen obedience humility surrender that's what happens when you fast you humble yourself before the lord you take a step of faith obedience and you say god i trust in your justice you will bring you know some of you are thinking i want to do tit for tat he caught me through he call me names this person this boss is a very mean boss this person blah 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 you know but no trust in the sovereignty of god we're going to take break bread together this is actually god's sovereignty over our lives amen i want you prepare yourself please every sunday we're going to take communion so every sunday before you turn the youtube on prepare a little bit of bread and juice so we're going to take communion together and who is eligible to take communion those who have received christ as their lord and savior 
And if you have never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is the first time you are watching through this and you say, God, I come to you and I give my heart to you. And I want to receive you into my heart. The Bible says in Romans, if a person believes that Jesus died for their sins, they have received a Christ in their heart. If they believe and confess, you need to believe Jesus died for you and he rose again and for your sins. And you confess it with your mouth, but you also believe it in your heart. Amen. And if you are there and you maybe know Jesus here, but you don't know Jesus here, you say, God, today I want to give my life to you. I want to invite you. My journey so far has been a messed up, but I want to invite you again. Yes, just like Esther, I want to trust in the sovereignty of yours. I want to trust in the favor of yours, but I want to trust also in the justice of yours. Fix my mess, Lord. And you are a born again person. You are eligible to take part. And this is what Isaiah 53 says. Uh, the Bible says, in his wounding, we found our healing. That means the word wounding is chabar. It's a brokenness. It's broken. His body was broken. And that's why Jesus, when he was broken, he says, take, eat, examine this. Don't take it light. Examine this. That means when you take this bread, you don't say, oh man, Irish, more bread. No, no, no. Look at this and you say, God, thank you. Thank you for this brokenness. Every brokenness has been restored. Every brokenness is restored. When you take this uh, cup, you say, God, share it with the friends here. And when you say this cup, God, thank you. I'm washed. You know, some of you are you're known to this whole plasma treating right now. People are donating blood plasma and all those things. You know, the greatest donation that Christ ever did to us set us free. And I read this on the other day. For God to create, he just used words. But for God to redeem us, he has to bleed. Isn't it beautiful? It's a beautiful statement, but it gives me such a sense of like, wow, I am loved. For God to create me, he just used a word. But for God to redeem me, he has to pay the price. Shed the blood on the cross. My friends... Let's not take this lightly. Let's go before the Lord and say, God, I am sorry. I am sorry for my mess up. I am sorry for my insecurity, my fear, my anger, my unforgiveness, my jealousy. I bring everything, my lust, my addictions, my setbacks, everything. Would you please forgive me, Lord? I am sorry. And I know you have restored it. Marakatala shilabamukala karatila rala. Come on, church. Take part. Take part. Take part. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh. Thank you. And I believe, you know, I'm, so I'm prophesying in the name of Jesus. Some of you, your sickness, as you take part, as you're humbling yourself, ask God to forgive and set you free. The sickness, the mental torture is going to leave right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Depression is out of the door of your house in Jesus' name. Yes, those lustful thoughts are out of your door in Jesus' name. Yes, yes, this unforgiveness, this anger, this rage is out of your house in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Father. Mm. Let's take a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Papa. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for paying the price, Daddy, through your Son. Holy Spirit, thank you for enabling me to take part in Jesus' name. Come on, take part together. He took the cup and he said, This is my blood. Drink this. This is the blood of Jesus that set us free. That's still pleading for us. The accusation blood is Abel, but intercession blood is Jesus. Accusation blood is religion. Kingdom blood is Jesus.